2: 1420 sports bar podcast four Beer sports talking a whole lot more show 247 on november the 3rd 2022 the world series is going on before we get going here we got a special guest on the show for a little bit here uh jasper how are you doing with your blue jays hat on good
0: how are you
2: did you lose a bet to wear that hat no just curious. Uh, it's anyways, a
3: big I League a, Two blue with Jay's hat. That's why it has your. Big and
2: League symbol. Two. There you go. I got a question before we get to uh, who we hate the most, but actually, I got two questions. One, what do you think? Uh, for this is for both of you. What do you guys think of those uh, F- Philadelphia Phillies uniforms?
0: Amazing.
2: They're so awesome. Those are great. <laughs> like, those are great. Why they don't just wear those all the time is kind of a mystery to me.
3: Yeah, uh, I don't know why they gave up the burgundy for the red, anyways. But uh, this this powder blue burgundy is
2: is and right with, up my alley. With the stripe down the side of the pants, the whole bit, the uh, the big P on the side, that that is a nice look. The helmet's the whole bit. I think it's one of the nicest looks in baseball. They, they almost they wrong, actually they actually might usurp my uh, affection for the uh, for the San Diego Padres jer- uh, uniforms. Uh, question number two, I got for you both is do you consider last night's game a uh, a no-hitter or did the Phillies just not get a hit
0: um I'll go last. I don't know.
3: I I think it's an absolute joke. Phillies didn't get a hit. That's not a no hitter. That's a that's a shared shutout in my
2: mind. Because yeah, all over social media and even last night they were comparing it to Don Don Larson's uh, perfect game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not even it's not even close. It's not. And even you really and I will get close. into it
3: once. You and I will yeah. get
2: into it once the PG uh, thirteen. Yeah, it's not even close. I mean, the the it was more. It was a. Uh, no hits, whatever. Uh, but it was it's not—it's—it's it's not a no hitter in my eyes. It doesn't compare to Don Larson uh, and the—the the perfect game, him and Yogi Bear, and you've seen it a, ta- a thousand times. And Jasper, I got a question for you. Uh, what's your thoughts on Alex Bregman?
0: Garbage. He's so bad.
3: <laughs> the reason I brought you brought Jasper into him because we're uh, into here tonight because we were watching the game upstairs. Um
2: and uh, Bregman came on and he told me how much he hated
3: Bregman and I said so does Duskin.
2: He's a he's a heck of a player, but I can't stand the guy. Like I just can't stand. He's got a very punchable face, in my opinion.
3: So Jasper and his friend were at the dollar store, and I'm gonna let him tell you the story now from here. Speak up. Go um, ahead, Jasper.
0: So we were at the dollar store, and then we found some Alex Bregman gloves. So we took them home. And then we started wrecking them all up, and we started stomping on them, (laughs) cutting them up, and just beating them up.
3: Voodoo dolls. They bought Alec Bregman gloves Gloves
2: to wreck. Like and a th- voodoo doll. Who knows? It might. It might still work. Who knows what's going to happen here? But I, I'm not a Bregman guy. Deanne felt the same way. We were watching the game last night, And of course, he got a double and la da 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 da. And he, he's a good player, but he has a very punchable face. And he's, he's a, he's the remnants of that, that 2017 cheating remnants <laughs> and the whole thing. I have forgiven, but I'll never forget. I, I, I'm not a Bregman fan. I don't know. I don't know one person that I like. I talked a lot of people throughout the baseball world that likes Alex Bregman. I don't know one person.
3: I don't mind them. Like all, like all, when all you do is slap doubles in the World Series, that's a
2: good thing, no? But
0: you're still Alex Bregman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're still Alex Bregman. Exactly, Jasper. That's the smartest thing. I've I've talked to a lot of grown, grown up adults, grown ass adults, I'm going to swear a little bit uh, throughout the day about baseball. And that's the smartest thing I've heard about baseball today. He's still Alex Bregman. There's no <laughs> getting around that. 100%. Thank you,
3: Thanks for joining us for the first segment, Jasper. It's time
2: for the adults to talk, though. Thanks, Jasper. We'll talk to you later on. Bye. <laughs> Anyways, Dave, we'll uh, good talk to you. Jasper, we'll talk to you again. Uh, before we get going, Dave, uh, well, let's get into what kind of beer you got going on tonight. What's happening uh, with your beverage of choice? What's happening?
3: I'm Big Sky Brewing uh, Mixer Pack. This one is Summer Honey. Once again, cool can, cool beer. Um, it's a seasonal ale. It's, it is a, it is a honey thing. I'm assuming it must be a little bit like uh, one of those honey ones you had a little bit. Yeah. It's This one's delicious. I wish it was sunnier outside because this is a summer drink-em-all beer.
2: Well, that's what I went with today. I went with People Skills Patio Ale from Tool Shed Brewing in Calgary. I kind of went the same thing. So it's been kind of, well, winter hit. To, I think this one's this one's staying for good as much as it does compared to how we were kids. But I, I went with a... Uh, uh a, a patio ale just fantastic summer kind of cut kind of a beer and just to kind of lighten things up a little bit because uh man uh and i got if i went to tool shed because our friends from uh bow river brewing the november thing with one of their employees and da 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 it's a partnership they got going with with uh tool shed brewing so i went with them tonight and so that's what i, I got going on uh here tonight uh you hate to kind of go into some negative stuff, Dave, but it's it's tough to not go into some negative things and we'll lighten things up as the, as the show goes on a little hit, a little bit here, but, um, there's some negative stuff going on in the sports world and it kind of, it it happens a lot more than we'd like it to. Um, but the one thing that I, that that caught my earballs. um, Is Kyrie Irving and Dan Snyder and the like and things that are going on in the sports world with uh, it's filled with there's negative stuff going on. Uh, I mean, it's throughout the world. When Dave, when is it time that fans of a sport just say that's enough with these guys? I'm not paying for tickets. I'm not watching the games. I'm not doing it anymore. When these guys are still making millions and millions of dollars and they're being complete for lack of a better term assholes.
3: That's a tough question to answer. Like, um, first of all, on the owner side with Dan Snyder, like I've said it before. And, and it sounds like I just read an article today that he actually might be volunteering, uh, to sell the Commodores. Um, when he takes a, 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 I'll call it a corner piece franchise, it was so respected and so successful. And the 25 years that he's owned that team, he's nickel and dimed and turned it into garbage. And he's still going to sell that thing for $6, million, 6 billion bucks. Well, yeah, so- he bought
2: it for $850 million. Now he's he's going to uh, sell it for four and a half to 5000000 The so Denver Broncos went for 4 or whatever it was. The the, the the Commodores, as you, as you like to call them, Lionel Richie, and the Commodores, and we shouldn't branch Lionel Richie into the into with that guy, but uh, he's going to turn a profit of four billion dollars, or three and a half billion dollars, or four billion dollars. So it's it's pretty ridiculous that that can happen, and I, I just like the this guy's rapture. I finally did a little research on this guy today. Two thousand nine multiple um, sexual uh, assault allegations. Um, making cheerleaders be, uh, dance topless, uh, at a booster thing, um, the, the toxic workplace environment, making people sign, uh, non-disclosure agreements, making people sign agreements that they can't sue him at any point post, um, post-employment like giving
3: if, money from the owners separate yeah, uh, bank
2: accounts making uh f- making people who were in, to- in 2009 he was making people who were losing their homes or everything else who couldn't fulfill their season ticket agreements making them pay the fines like just just awful stuff when they still had a season ticket uh holding list of two two hundred thousand people this guy's got billions of dollars in the bank and he's still doing this stuff why like why like, there's no way you could like a team that much, where the owner, who's the the, the kingpin of it all, he, where you're still gonna like the, the franchise. I don't understand it. Like, what, when does it end? Like, when do you go? I can just cheer. I can cheer for a different team.
3: You know, I think, in, uh, and I'm happy for all the Commodore fans out there that it is ending. It is ending soon. Like when I say soon, he's been at, this, at his this uh, dog and pony show for the last twenty odd years. Within the next five, you're going to have a new owner. Like uh, something I read today, like he was even looking to build a smaller stadium, and like and charge instead, more, and charge more, like for season tickets, because like there's empty seats at Washington games now. And then, and, and when you think back to the Joe Gibb, Joe Theismann, uh, uh, not Doug Fleury, Doug Williams, Mark Rippon days, when they were winning Super Bowls with all those guys. It was it was an envy. It, like they 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 were the envy of of the nfl
2: for a couple well, of years this there. goes back a lot of years nowadays but do you remember those mesh shirts uh the 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 belly the big huge holes yeah Beisman was one of those yeah. ones back in the day mm-hmm. and, and there was a lot and I, like i got an old redskins hat from back in the day too um like there was like the redskins were one of the premier franchises the way this guy has just drugged this thing down but people keep going to the games and keep giving him money like, but not
3: when- anymore not, even, they, not, they, not as
2: much anymore, uh, but, like, when when do your morals, your 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 own internal morals take over and say, I can't cheer for this team anymore? And, like, this is going on 20 years now. So, it's a generation, right? So you're when, speaking – sorry, go ahead. So, when do people go, I really can't do this anymore, man? Well,
3: you're talking to someone that has divorced a team, right? Yeah. So, you know, I would have checked out like easy 10, 15 years ago. And that's what I don't understand. Well, I do understand because you're a fan of it. It's something you love. It's something you did with your dad, your mom, or or, or your family. And, and you go to Redskin games. And then if you couldn't go to the Redskin games, you made sure you were uh, uh, having some kind of event uh, at the house. And you were always watching it. And you were rewarded with Super Bowls and and consistent and ethical trying to win like uh like just just a, a pursuit of the franchise that you that everybody was pulling in the same direction and doing it the right way and then when this POS got a hold of the team he uh he bought it as obviously a revenue thing because that's all that mother has done for the entire Time. I like how you <laughs>
2: caught yourself there. That was very impressive.
3: Uh, <laughs> that, that's what he's, that's what he's done since owning this franchise and just using it as an ego stroke and something, how to, how to bilk and nickel and dime. And, you know, and that's what I don't understand sometimes too. Like maybe that's how they get to, to be billionaires. You nickel and dime enough nickel and dimes, and all of a sudden you got an extra million dollars in the bank. Pennies
2: make dollars, man. Pennies make dollars, and that's one thing I haven't learned uh, to to save those pennies to make a bunch of dollars. But or or maybe Dave, maybe it's as simple as you you, you got a, a a fan base, and there's lots of fan base out there, and there's all kinds of different fans. And I I I I envy people um, who, when the game's over, they just turn it off. Like they're passionate. Before the game starts, they they're, they they enjoy. It. They get a beer. They eat some wings with their buddies. The game's over. Team won. Team lost. They turn it off and then go to work the next day. Maybe it's it's that simple. That more people just do that and and they 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 don't get the be, the behind the scenes stuff that in the big picture they can't do anything about. Do you know what I'm getting at? Oh, I
3: 100 doing. You know, and that's where I have found myself going the last fifteen to tw- uh, fifteen years for sure. Is uh, becoming a sports fan, not a fan so much of the fort, the 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 team, because obviously there's there's franchises and teams I like more than the other ones, but at the end of the day, those guys aren't putting food on my plate. Um. And, and like, big picture. <laughs> they're actually taking it
2: off my plate, to be honest with you, sometimes, <laughs> right? So.
3: <laughs> exactly. Right.
2: You you know? Put it in big picture. But,
3: you know, when I go to, like, yeah, like, like, it's as simple as that. When I go to a bar with a couple friends to watch the World Series game, whether I have a team in the race or anything, they're not giving me 20% off on beers because I'm a fan of the team. I'm spending money to watch you play right and yeah. and and you know which which is fine i'm not belly aching about that it's just it, it it costs everything costs money and then and and then that is it is just what it is and and then some people have owners have figured it out a lot more than us and and they're going to like you don't know, turn those nickels and dimes because if you got a million nickels and and a million dimes you're doing okay at the
2: end of the day you're doing all right. And you, you go to the, you, then you go to the other side of the thing where an ownership group, di- like the ownership group didn't do anything about uh, like Kyrie Irving had some anti-Semitic remarks and uh, not remarks, but he posted a, a a movie on social media that's on. I don't even care what, what it was on. I didn't watch it uh, talking about how the Holocaust was a farce and blah, blah, and nobody did anything about it. And New York or, and Brooklyn has a, a rather large uh, Jewish community and everything else. And nobody did anything about it, um, because, you know, the, the, uh, these players associations are so big and they can't really do anything. The league couldn't do anything. And this guy's a superstar. When does a team and they, the, 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 the Nets finally did, did it to about two hours ago where they said, that's it. You're not playing for five games. I mean, the guy sat out last year and forgave $34 million. So it doesn't, what's five games to him and find him 500 grand? When does a team on that note, or the league or whatever. And it's, it's, and when did they just say enough's enough, man, like you, you got to go away. We, the, the the nets that we lost with you and we'll lose without you. When did they just cut their loss and say, see you later?
3: Well, here's what I'm going to say about this. I don't know much about NBA basketball. Like I'm, I'm
2: clearly on. I don't either. I just know about morals.
3: I don't know who the, and the owner of the Brooklyn nets is. I don't know who the GM of the Brooklyn Nets is. But fuck the Brooklyn Nets, right? Yeah. Fuck them off. Fuck yesterday. Fuck off. Today. The reason they're doing it today is because they're getting so much backlash. Yeah, if they had any kind of fucking two, balls, two
2: middle-aged white dudes in, in 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 their their homes in Leperja jaw bird are talking about that's why that's why it's getting the backlash. It's getting now, this like is
3: 100%. this is reactionary. Yeah, like go like they're now so they're running their their uh they're running their their franchise by by polls now. Is that what you're doing?
2: Yeah, like, it's a Twitter I, poll. I, I should should we? It. Should we or shouldn't we? That's a good point. Yeah,
3: yeah. Like you know, that's not how you. That's not how you do run any kind of organization to see what everybody thinks. Because you know what happens when you listen to what the fans think, you you, you end up being like Cleveland Browns or like now the Brooklyn Nets. Like we well, Kevin like Durant a- and Kyrie Irving and the big bearded bastard. And and, they, and they still can do anything with it. James Harden, you can't do anything with that. And hire Steve Nash, and then you give Steve Nash to like no Kevin Durant. We're not firing. Kevin and then Nash fire five he, games in. And Those then fire in, in, is, in yeah. the middle of this. Like, get a hold of yourself. Like, so now this is just a shiny toy the owner bought, and then realize like, holy cow, people actually care what happens with this new shiny toy I bought. I just bought a toy and now I got out all these millions of people telling me what I got to do with my toy. Well,
2: you, you wonder if that would have happened if it was say the, the Knicks, like the backlash that would have happened if it was the Knicks, which is New York's team compared to Brooklyn. Right. And, and the Knicks are more of a national team than the Brooklyn Nets are. You wonder what, like how quick the backlash would have been otherwise. Like did, did this, did this Nets guy just think it was going to go away? Cause we're Brooklyn. We're, we're the little sister or little brother, I guess. Like it's, like, is it, is it have, the, have the Nets turned into a situation like our our friend of the fan in the van says uh, that Cleveland's going to Cleveland? Are, are the Nets turned into our Nets are going to net?
3: I I don't know. I don't follow basketball close enough, we, and, and it seemed like you know the the owner or GM or whoever was. They I mean, obviously that's a big swing, um, bringing Durant and Kyrie Irving and James Harden uh, in in. And they should they should have
2: won championships. They should. Yeah. have. And, and and
3: because you got a guy that don't care in Harden, you got a guy that's an absolute wingnut, a flat earther. Like Kyrie Irving. There's a- all
2: kinds. He thinks yep. he's just, like we talked about the smartest guy in the room before. This guy thinks he's the smartest guy on the planet.
3: He was a flat earther before he was an anti-vaxxer, before he was an anti-Semite. So there's always something with that kid. Go and away. obviously he has ridiculous basketball th- things. And then you got Kevin Durant who cares too much. About what everybody has to say,
2: like and cares how, too like, much about getting points for himself and being being the best player. Like he, the guy's uber talented. Like from what I watch, and I hear more from Jim than anybody else about how how great Durant is. Uh, it's crazy how the how in the NBA the inmates run the asylum. It, it's absolutely in, insane. It, 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 it's crazy if, to me.
3: Yeah, and if you don't have the right combination of of people pulling, like it's it's just
2: Your top guy's least- Got to be a I hate to use this, but an Uber male. To, to- well,
3: not even that. Like I don't care who you have on the on the on the on the team, on the court, on the ice. If everybody's not pulling the boat the oar in the same direction, you're not going to succeed. No, and that's what it is. And if you can't, like you can have you can have a team of five alphas as long as those five alphas are pulling the ro- oars in the same direction to a common goal. But
2: when you got idiots like those three, fuck. Of that what would dave this is a total hypothetical and that's what podcasts are and it's what what makes our show kind of uh kind of pretty good uh, third rate or fourth rate or fifth rate or who knows what rate it is but um i love hypotheticals and that's what uh, sports bar talks all about what would it take for your team the denver broncos the team you're most passionate about for you to go that's it man i'm out i'm not i'm Taking the jersey <laughs> off the wall, I'm I'm selling the shit. I I'm not doing it. Like I'm not watching this crap no more.
3: You know, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's possible because I am. I'm jaded enough. I'm already once divorced, um, and I don't want to divorce another team because I do derive. What it's treasure. like most, most, of, most, uh, most men NFL and women get the, the second divorce, the embarrassing one. Um, the Denver Broncos, and so I I don't invest as much as I used to back in the day.
2: We we had some technical difficulties there, uh, Dave. What would it take for you, fifty-two year old male or fifty-one year old male, whatever it is, <laughs> over fifty, uh, to say, yeah, I'm good. Broncos, we're out. Second divorce of your life.
3: Um, I don't think like there, obviously there is a scenario out there and I don't know what it is. I don't know if we're ever going to come to it, but I've already divorced a team that I shared a lot of joy cheering for that being the Edmonton Oilers. I also have a lot of joy. I had the privilege of watching the Broncos win, uh, three championships in my life, uh, with two different quarterbacks. Um, I, I'm a little skeptical of uh, being owned by someone who also is a partial owner of Walmart, but that's, that's, that's something I cannot control. I'm going to see how things play out. I don't, I don't see a situation where I might divorce the Denver Broncos, but it might happen.
2: Well, anything can happen, right? I mean, uh, it would take something that I like. I we were complaining about if the if ownership was, you know, if there was, if it was a player that was doing some behind the scenes stuff that wasn't, uh, you know, uh, above above grade and above, um and the organization didn't do anything about it right away. And if it was something atrocious and hideous that they say you don't play here anymore, you don't deserve to wear this uniform anymore. If they, if if they they became because in general your team doesn't win every fucking year, anyways, right? So, Impossible. Yes. So so they don't. So I I would rather see integrity and and morality and everything else because they're, they're like my team didn't win this year, so I'm going to watch next year. Like if the Yankees were having a a a decent year uh and going to the playoffs and let's like I I'm, I'm not going to say a name. Let's say Jake Winters the third baseman for the Yankees. I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not making comparison to Donaldson at all. But if the third baseman Jake Winters was doing something um unsavory was caught doing whatever and the Yankees did nothing and put a championship above say um a woman, a sexual harassment or sexual assault, blah, blah, whatever it could be. I'm not blah, blahing sexual assault by any means. But um, if the Yankees put that about winning above human beings, that's when I'd be like, you know what? I can just, I can cheer for the Jays.
3: Well, know? that's what happened with me in the orders. It was management and ownership that turned me off. Never no, I, any of the players. You no, know,
2: if it's if right? there's if they start to just uh, and I and I don't even care so much about winning and losing, but but having a good product on the field is more important than to me because like I said, you can't you, you can't expect your team to win every year, but morality and everything else, and, and like I'll watch a game, like I watch games Wichita State versus Kansas and baseball, it doesn't matter who plays, and it uh if the Yankees were to pull something like that they just swept things under the table. That's when I would probably be like, you know what? It ain't worth it. Like it's the, I, I, you'll always have your championship memories. You'll have your good memories of going to go into games and stuff. But in the future, I'll just cheer for somebody else or I'll just, I'll just cheer on, cheer, cheer for the game. And I, and, and I don't understand why people just uh, don't do that more. Like you can bellyache all you want and and call into radio shows. I listen a lot, a lot in the last couple of days. Well, for the last couple of years and how people will bellyache but still keep giving that guy money. You know, it's odd to me.
3: Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things that it's, you know, I'm, I'm willing to give, but like, I'm also far more tempered now in how much emotion I'm willing to give and spend on, on my given team. Like I don't live and die by them anymore. I'm willing to, like I, the game they won against Jacksonville. It's like, fuck this. You're not going to wreck my day. I'm not going to sit there and watch yeah. the, watch you guys struggle. I'm going to go and do my thing. And then, you know, I was rewarded at the end with a, combat, uh, a game-winning drive. You know, so I, it's the little things I'm taking hearted, and I'm not letting the shit drag me down and 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 wreck my day, wreck my week or whatever it is. And yeah,
2: because you think about it, it, it ain't – sportscast telling people not to watch a sports podcast telling people not, not to watch sports and not to care about it but it's uh it puts things but in you can pers-
3: care like i care about all sports
2: it puts things in perspective pretty uh-huh. heavily when when you, you you see a group of human beings i shouldn't say a group when you see select human beings that's a better way of wording it. i should have worded that the other way you see select human beings not give a shit about who actually puts money in their pockets and that's that's probably that, that's when i would go you know what i'm out not but, that's you know, the, and it ma- it makes me wonder
3: about a, a franchise like the Brooklyn Nets, who are fairly like obviously they were the New Jersey Nets and they moved to Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, and like, what kind of fan base do they have? I can't imagine them having a a loyal fan base. and, well, and small, probably-
2: it's 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 very short term, right? And then if you lived in Brooklyn, you're probably a Nets or, or or a Knicks fan to begin with, right? So you you're trying yeah. to get a whole new. A whole new uh, fan base out out of a, a different group of fans, right? And, it's- and I could
3: see the owner and management of Brooklyn, like if if money's not an object, because it never is in the NBA, I can understand their thinking of taking this big swing and siring Steve Nash and getting uh, Durant and yeah. and Nutbar and Beard to uh, to play basketball for him because it's it's a chance because Jim Dolan. The owner of the Knicks don't give
2: a five. Yeah, you're not usurping me. Like if, if the Knicks were to win a championship, they would be the biggest team in New York.
3: But they don't care. Like Dolan it doesn't, doesn't care. It matters all he cares about is money, and he owns MSG. Yeah. So like, what does he do? Like like all you know, like he if, does if, if, is.
2: If, like, I, 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 I'm a Yankee guy through and through, and I'm telling you right now that if the Knicks won a championship, they would be the they would be the biggest dick swingers in New York City, and, it, and it's not close.
3: Yeah, I, I agree close. with that, too. Like the fans in New York just they love, love the Knicks. They want the Knicks just to be competitive, for yeah. God's sake. Yeah, the, no, never crazy. mind winning a championship because in those those Ewing years with uh, Pat Ewing and John Starks. Well, and if, the, wasn't, uh, if, if it wasn't
2: for a certain guy who wore number 23 in a red jersey, they might, have, they might have won one or two, right? it's Those were. <laughs> right.
3: Those Eastern Conference Finals with the Knicks and Bulls was
2: awesome basketball. You know, that's when basketball was fun because <coughs> you, you, you had less at, You had I wouldn't say less athletic, but I'm reluctant for lack of a better term. You had less athletic guys. You had some. You had some. Yeah, you had some some grit grinders out there, and it was rough and tumble and everything else. And basketball uh-huh. was something else back then. It was a uh, uh, yeah. I mean. Uh, Glory days—they'll pass <clears> it by, like we like we always talk about. But man, those days were something else. Like, an- it was
3: fun to watch, and that's when I watched. But mind you, that was like in the late '80s, early '90s, right? Yeah. Like we're talking '91, '92, I think. But it was a long
2: time. Ago. It was
3: so fun to watch. God, yeah. that was fun basketball. I guess no, that was more mid '90s. I'm thinking first was the uh, in the late '80s was uh, Magic Bird. And then we had the Pistons.
2: The Pistons, then, who were rough and tumble and everything else. And then yeah, we man. had Jordan
3: and, and everybody. And yeah, else. it was better. Better.
2: Yeah, I think I think it was better, 100%. Anyways, no doubt. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Get some morality, people like me and Dave have here, the the, uh, the 1420 Sports Bar. Anyways, the 1420 <laughs> Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Use promo code 1420 pod at at SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app today.
3: Save 20 bucks, which gets you a beer. I'm going to ask, I'm going to write a letter. I'm going to say SeatGeek. Hey, come on now. That ain't even two beer anymore. They should have a two beer <laughs> two a beer. Coupon. A coupon a voucher for two free beers.
2: That's a good idea. You should write a letter.
3: I'm going to write a letter because that <laughs> don't cost anybody anything everybody
2: wins Dave's going to write a letter
3: I'm going to write a letter goodness I'm sorry I got a frog in my throat let's take a break and I can clear that frog
2: there we go are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting it's simple go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app they have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420pod. That's 1420pod. you receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. Fourteen Twenty Sports Bar Podcast four Beer Sports. Talking a whole lot more. Before I get going here, I want to thank uh, Joe McFarland from the Alberta Dugout Story for having me on his podcast today. We talked a little bit of baseball, talked some umpiring, talked Alberta baseball. It was really, uh, it was fun to be on the other side of the the, uh, the spectrum, sitting uh, sitting back, and answering questions, not really having to. Uh, Think of things. It was you know, It was great to be on the show. It's going to be out there later on this week or next week. I'm not exactly sure. We never talked about it, or maybe it won't even get out. Who knows? No, <laughs> Joe. Joe, thank you. It was uh, it was very it was very good to talk to you today. We have some uh, some thoughts and plans to do things in the future. Thank you very much, Joe, for Alberta Duggo stories for have, having having uh, having me on the show today. Talk a little bit a little bit uh, about baseball, Dave. The uh, on Tuesday, I. Th- think that's how much it matters to me i think it was tuesday the gold glove awards were given out is there a bigger bag of who gives a flying fuck than postseason awards i would say
3: no but you know what <laughs> well good We'd- talk <laughs> when, when, when Jasper and I were watching um, uh, the game tonight earlier on, um, Pena, that's my favorite Astro. He's a rookie and he won a gold glove at shortstop, Dad. Like no one ever, my kid knew that he won a gold glove as a rookie. Shortstop, you know See, that,
2: that that makes my heart smile. Then that that the hey. younger generation actually follows that. Maybe maybe it's old man get off my lawn. I don't care. But when young kids are 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 watching that and realize that, that makes my heart smile a little bit. That there are, there are kids who are still watching baseball and know what the Gold Glove and actually even know what Rawlings is. Because a lot of people don't even know what Rawlings is anymore. Because there's so many different kinds of of uh, of gloves out there. So that makes my heart smile a little bit.
3: Yeah, it, w- it was really good because, you know, I knew we were going to talk about this. And he told me something I didn't know while we were watching that baseball game tonight because he's cheering for the Phillies because um, uh, he believes the Astros are dirty cheaters. And uh, he may or may not have a point. And he goes, ah, oh, Bregman, I hate Bregman, which led me to bring him on tonight. But when uh, Pena was up to bat, he goes, oh, dad, like keep... He- he won a gold glove as a rookie and and you know that was that was kind of cool that A, he knew something about baseball that I did like uh, what's going on and yeah. and and he's engaged and it, and it and it gave him some joy and then he knew Pena was his favorite player on the astros
2: no, I, what what's even better about that? And like he, he said he went to the, the store there and bought some gloves and we were burning and wrecking them and everything else. So that 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 tells me there is still some hope for humanity because if kids are watching baseball, that's that's very important. So that's a good thing. Even if for all the the, the, the some different reasons that, that's, that, that's good because I I just think that a lot of those awards and I, I shouldn't I shouldn't be so pessimistic, but it's it's it clickbait, I guess, of what it is. But does. Other than maybe the guy who wins it, his parents, his accountant, and the agent, do postseason awards really matter to anybody anymore?
0: Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally, without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.
3: I don't think so. Uh, the MVP, the Cy Young, obviously get a lot of rung. Um, but like uh, as far as, you know, triple crown winners, like it's almost now I wonder if they're going to change the criteria of the, the the triple crown. Is it is it not anymore? more uh, batting average home runs in RBI? Is it going be, to become on base percentage home runs in war? war. Or what? Or is it like, or slugging percentage, or something ridiculous? Like they might change that criteria. I I don't know because you know it's not like there's an award for for a triple crown, but I can I can see agents making it into a thing. So they can now bring this into the next contract negotiation.
2: I, I kind of fail the stakes. I, th- I, I'm fairly certain back when the season first started back in, in March there, I was going to, I made a promise to to me and you and to my brain and to the, our listeners that I was actually going to figure out what war meant. And like, I know it's wins above replacement, but I still don't. And I, I watch <laughs> baseball and I I am part of baseball. I got a lot going on and I still don't understand why it's a thing and what it I don't I don't and and not okay I'm not a dumb person but when I don't care about something I don't care about something like it's 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 you, you win or lose you get a hit or you don't
3: I I I 100% hear you like I I goodness it was about a year ago and I found a book today um, it was that it, it explained hockey analytics. Oh, fuck. And I was like, Jesus, this might as well be fucking Greek. Like, I, I don't want to understand it. if it's going to be this much hard thinking. I thought it was going to be a nice read and like it was going to explain it to me, like how Jack climbed a beanstalk. No, it was more how fucking Einstein figured out relativity. Jesus like it was a nerd book. It wasn't a sports fan book. And, and the
2: uh, the one that I heard, and I can't remember where I heard it was. Was uh, and I, I I'm going to shorten it. Was possible goals? Well, they're all possible if you shoot the puck towards the net.
3: <laughs> yeah, P- like, possible goals. Possible goals. All right. Made on you know, high score, high high chance scoring opportunities. Like who's a judge? Like like at the end of the day. 90% of these stats are arbitrary in hockey. Oh like, I, like, I get it. We were talking about baseball, but now we're talking about hockey analytics. Like just <sighs> fuck, like we're letting people that don't care about the sport dictate how the sport is going to be played and coached.
2: Like the the the, the best thing, like I I know you you're not a, as much of a fan as I am, but I know you you have a a respect for John and Susan the Yankee broadcasters on the radio there, and, and you you like a, a, a radio broadcast of a baseball game, and, like, when when John Sterling, who's 83, 84, 85 years old, whatever he was, when he when he says, I don't care about launch angle, I don't care about exit velocity, either it goes over the fence or it doesn't. It's a base hit or it's not. Like, you can hit it as hard as you want. If somebody catches it before it hits the ground, you're still out. Yeah, like it, it doesn't much matter. Like, nobody, like, the, one of the greatest home runs in Yankee history was a, was basically a blooper over, over the green monster that Bucky Dent hit in 1977. What was the exit velocity on that? Nobody cares.
3: The nobody that, cares. The hit that ended the Blue Jays' season was a blooper. Yeah. Three Blue Jays were Newton all... collided
2: on. and one's in the hospital still to this day.
3: Exactly. Like, you know, and what was the exit and launch angle about that? Like, it was...
2: Bath to balls, puck in net. Like, that's the stuff that matters. Yeah, like... Balls in
3: play. Like, sure.
2: Like, we talk about all the time, how me and you were getting a little bit up there in age and everything else. But I'd like to maybe... Maybe one day we'll get uh, Jasper on the show, just him and his buddies. Maybe and we'll and say, "What do you guys? When when you guys talk about sports and talk about baseball? Because Jasper's a baseball guy; he likes it a lot. I, I see it. I see the passion in, in his eyes when he, he talks about it, and he's, he's got the hats. I see him at the ballpark here and there um, at Spitz, and he likes it a lot. I'd like to sit with a kid and hear what he thinks about Evo and those kind of things." You know, I'm happy he talked about the Gold Glove Award winner because that's that's nice, but I'd like to hear what younger kids, like young, young kids, think about that because if us old guys don't understand it, how is a kid who's 12 years old going to understand it?
3: Well, you know, like I said, he, he's picking up on stats and things that I don't know because he, like, whatever. Like, as a kid, I get it. He has more time to to dedicate to, to his baseball cards because he's lo- he loves collecting baseball cards and he loves playing baseball and, and, and that's his thing. And he also, he's uh, going, he's in uh, career mode in MLB the show on Xbox, yeah. right? So he has everything downloaded. He knows all the stats. He has all the baseball cards of, he has a team of um, historical players. It's really quite cool. Um, how how that that's where he gains most of his knowledge from Major League Baseball, I'm sure. Um, but nonetheless, it's knowledge. It's knowledge. And speaking of old men shaking their fists at the clouds, how the fuck have we not talked about that shutout that uh, Houston threw last night?
2: Well, we did with with your with your son. Uh, it's the shutout. The perfect game or the, <laughs> the, 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 the no hitter, the, the, the the the, the, no, the, 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 no hits. It was, it was Philly not getting a hit. That's all that was. Those, oh, those, those combined, those combined no hitters don't get much, much play from me because I mean, yeah, it's impressive when you get four guys who can put it all together and, and do it. Because like I said before, when you get, uh, multiple people putting their hands on something because human beings find a way to screw things up. Uh it's it's impressive that four of them could do it. But when you get four guys who are just throwing steam and everything else and analytics comes in into play, I it's, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a, a okay here it is. It's not an athletic endeavor. It's a front office endeavor. Is that is that a good good analogy?
3: Here's now I, I understand exactly what you're saying on an analytical thing. But here's now me talking about a fan of the sport. And I can't believe Dusty Baker. Well, I can. You do what you're told, otherwise you're fired. <laughs> yeah, Right? Because there's no way Dusty Baker in his heart wanted to pull that kid. You Never. have a, a five-run lead. You pitch until someone gets on base.
2: And that's, I was like was watching the game last night. I was texting back with a uh, friend of the show, uh, Moose there. He's not a Big friend of the show, he kind of gives me shit about the show a lot, a lot of the time. But whatever, <laughs> a critic of the show. At least he listens, <laughs> which is nice. But uh he he says, "Well, I get it because you know winning a championship. He, then this guy's available in Game Seven if it goes there." And I get it, but man, oh man, you got a chance to be a part of, of history, not a a, a a subset question about who were the, who were the four guys.
3: You're like, robbing like, me as a baseball fan for a like, chance to watch history, Don Drysdale, and that's that. That's it.
2: Like, uh, uh, like the trivia question, Don Larson. But uh, oh, like, Larson, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, like, so now the trivia question is: Who were the four Astros pitchers? I couldn't name them, and the game was last night. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's like, a
3: joke. It, it it annoys the Just, shit out
2: of me. I mean, Dusty Baker is such a historian. He, like they last when the World Series first started, they called him the Forrest Gump of baseball. because He's been in, in a lot of a lot of situations. Like he was he was on deck when Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's record. He was the manager for the Cubs when the when the, with the Bartman thing. He he was he's been here. His son his son was the kid that got picked up by his belt his belt loop, uh, in in San Francisco. It's, so yeah. all like. Baker's been a part of a baseball history for a long time. And he could have been a part of something really special last night. And yeah, there's no way that Baker Baker pulls that guy as a baseball guy. If 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 it was his call, there's no way Baker pulls him last night until he gets a hit. Zero especially the, especially the five run lead. There's no yes. way.
3: And that's what I don't understand. Like even the nerds and whatever. Well, one base runner, one base runner, one guy gets to base, and you're gone. Mm-hmm. Throw it, kid. Pop, chase history. Put your name up there, and then now, like you're robbing people. You're not pulling fucking Bryce Harper uh, in the ninth inning for someone that can hit better. Like it, 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 it's bullshit. It pisses me off. It really kind of pisses me off that something like that. One yeah. nothing, and if he's been struggling, and he's and he's been walking a up. couple
2: guys, you got to win the game. I get, I would get about a five nothing game. I don't, I it's
3: and still throwing gas, right? Like, uh annoying. Yeah,
2: it's I uh, <clears throat> we, so we haven't that for a while. Pissed me off, but anyways, no, I was I was just pointing as a baseball fan last night. I mean, I don't got a I don't got a horse in a race or a dog in the fight with this one. uh It's been it's uh, it's been a. It's been an okay World Series. There's been a the one comeback, but the, the other games have been kind of blowouts. So we got a close one tonight, but um, I, it's it was disappointing to see him pull to, to, to pull the kid last night because that that uh, y- you don't know how long that kid's career is going to last. He might not get another shot at that again because one a, a Tommy John or two later, and that's it. And that was his one shot at glory. Now he's uh, he's part of a trivia question: was who were the, the the four kids? And I don't know who they are. I, I yeah. don't know who they are. No, you know I've I, already
3: forgot. You know, you know, and then that, that's and that's because of them. now. like when I say them, the analytics people, front like, office, the nerves, yeah, the you, analytics, you, everything else. You put that name now up in up in history, like with postseason no hitters.
2: Okay, well, and we'll and this we're kind of running, but if let's just say if. Oof. Is the kid who was, I still know his name. Um, if the Astros lose in six, is that kid gonna be like, man, I was pitching a no hitter in the World Series and they pulled me and we still fucking lost? You know what I mean? Like that, 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 that that'll be, that's got that, it. It's not gonna, it's that that would weigh in a guy for a long time. I don't think so.
3: I don't think so. Um, he he proved he can push big in the biggest situation, and that's what the that's what people signing contracts care about. So he did his job there, right? He showed that he can pitch under pressure in the biggest of situations, and this is the second time. This kid has been part of a combined no hitter with the. Houston yeah, they
2: matches. did. They did it against the Yankees back in June. I know all about it. I know well, I, I did No, and
3: I'm not. I'm not saying know, that to rub it yeah. in. It, it happened to the Yankees. but this, so this is the second time this kid has thrown a perfect game. Like, and when you read all those stats about Nolan Ryan, I, I don't remember, but it was something like he had. 20 games he's taken a no hitter into the seventh
2: inning. uh he had seven no hitters three went three or four went to the ninth another five or six were the eighth kind of deal yeah i watched that Nolan ryan documentary on netflix the other night unbelievable uh, I'll, say, I'll i'll i'll
3: i'll watch it uh, uh, and then we can talk about it such together. a I beast have a of community. a human
2: being like just a beast oh
3: <laughs> but nonetheless it's yeah. it's just one awesome. of those things right like different time different place but like what are you saving him for what do you say it's it's such a different mindset than the nfl has with their players right like all the the major league players want to save uh franchises want to save um the pitchers protect their young arms whereas in the nfl it's just like let's see what he got let's give it let's let's fucking run him to the red line for three years and if he's good we'll keep him if he's not he's done
2: would well, you think that was a saving him or saving him, saving the kid's arm or was it saving him for a game seven?
3: Dad, I don't know. And if he like, what's does, your thought? if it does go to game seven, he better get the start because I don't know, like, fuck off. That kid can pitch. My boy plays baseball. He's throwing the ball every fucking other day. And then when he's not at baseball, he's throwing a ball with his buddies in the summer.
2: I agree, man. Throw right, it. like because you know what, Dave? He, you know what, Dave? And I've said this before, and I'll say, it. I'll say it again: every one of these guys gets hurt. Every one of them gets Tommy John. So don't—I, I wouldn't save them. You pay these guys nothing. They're, you pay this. You sign them Dominican for ten grand or twenty grand, like nothing, like actually nothing. I'm not, I'm not and I'm not being anything right they they sign these kids for nothing they pay them until their arms blow out the odd guy makes 30 million bucks a year and then that's it
3: and you know weightlifters anything like you know any any sports athlete you know the day after you're lifting weights you're sore the day after you throw you're sore but that's your body Ryan
2: was throwing footballs
3: you don't think that fucker was sore after throwing thirty-five pitches fucking race he was sore and do you know what he did he waited two days and, and then threw again. That's what you do. Like, that's, like, I I don't. I mean, the there's body, sports like, science and
2: everything else. I, I get that, but we, we don't know about here because we're, you know, get off our lawn old man now, but I don't get it. I don't no. get it. Like the way it takes away a, a legacy, a legacy moment. The, the It's it's changed the game. I don't know if it's changed the game for the better, but it's what it is now. And I, 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 I do think one day it's going to turn back. I, I really but, do.
3: What blows me away is like baseball is more concerned about a, a kid's arm
2: than NFL football is worried about a man's head. Well, right. that's another, that is crazy? a whole nother podcast for another day, my friend. That's <laughs> that something else. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Make sure you guys uh tune in to our YouTube channel. Uh we got different little clips going on there. We got some I'm working on some stuff for some uh for some clips and some blooper reels that are coming up real soon because there's some stuff that doesn't uh, doesn't make the air. So, when you su- subscribe to our YouTube channel, you'll see all those things. And, um, oh, oh, yeah, Manscaped. Uh, 1420 skate at manscaped.com today. Almost forgot about that. Hey, it's Brent from the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. For all of you out there who like to have a little skin on the game, go to betus.com to make all your sports wagers. BetUS.com has all the sportsbook options available at your fingertips from trolling college football to baseball, hockey, horse racing, and beyond. And with an initial sign-up bonus of 125%, you get more bang for your buck at BetUS.com. Just click on, all our, on our personalized link that can be found on all our social media accounts and start betting today at America's Favorite Sportsbook. There is also an online casino for those of you who like to play the table as well. Will sign up at America's favorite sports book today and pad your pockets at BetUS.com. Fourteen Twenty Sports Bar Podcast, Four bears Sports, talking a whole lot more. Brought to you by BetUS and BetUS.com. Make sure you place all your college football wagers and all your man Super Bowl, all your futures parlays. Everything you got at BetUS.com today, uh, Dave. One thing we started doing about two, three months ago, and we probably should have been keeping track on this for Nozzle of the Year, and we can have a bracket at the end of it, but uh, Nozzle of the Month.
0: Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown.
2: and this one is going to surprise you for me i got a nozzle and i didn't think this would ever happen in in my lifetime because i i he's one of my favorite athletes of all time uh he's your favorite shortstop actually of all time but i'm going to give the nozzle of the month to Derek chesterfield jeter uh I'm not a it's it, <laughs> Jesus. I love the guy as an athlete and everything else. And as a Yankee and, and, you know, he gave us a, a shot at being an ownership it, with ownership in, in Miami, but that commercially he's got going with his family and the way with Adelac or whoever, I don't even, I don't care who it's with. It makes me feel like, dude, can you just not like, can we just have, Can 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 I can we just have our thing? Do you have to sell out every last piece of your fucking soul? Like it's it's more. I'm sure there's there's worse things in the world, but for me, um, it just it 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 just screams like I am going to get paid for every last. And then to have his kids in the commercial walking down the path and everything else, it's a bad look for a guy that I that I I hold. In, su- in such high high esteem i think that doing it him and his wife i think it's a nozzle move man
3: do you know what i don't i wonder about that as well and like what is his, like his his motivation cannot be financial it's it
2: no what like, fi-
3: there's no chance it can be financial. it better not be i think it's ego driven because there's now Yankee fans that are like his kids' age that don't know him to see him. It's a it's a there's matter of up being rebellious. there's
2: Yankee fans who I sit beside at Yankee Stadium who are not alive in '96. Right. They they know so they know, you, they know you number still two know
3: Jeter and they know but like he's he he he. he he was so great, so for so long, and so recognizable. But now he's not physically recognizable, and that must bother no, him a little bit.
2: I give, and, 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 I give and, Jeter like you. You call him. I usually call him Sanderson. You call him Chesterfield. He's Derek Chesterfield Jeter. He's my nozzle of the month. Like I, I think, it, I think it's 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 off-putting. I think it's shitty. I think it's I I don't I it's it, it it's nozzle. I it, him and Katy Perry nozzles whatever.
3: It's beneath him. Yeah, it's beneath him.
2: And don't do it. You're the captain, motherfucker. It puts a sour taste in my mouth for like for now that I'm old man. I'll get off my get off my lawn, right? It, it yeah. Puts sour taste in my mouth. Derek Sanderson Jeter uh, gets my nozzle the month. Who do you got?
3: Well, um, we talked about it earlier on. Um, Kyrie Irving is a fucking headache. Good God, that guy is a headache. He was a headache as a flat earther. He was a headache as an anti-vaxxer. He was a headache because he couldn't play with LeBron. He was a headache because of this. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know how good someone has to be at basketball to have that motherfucking headache be a part of my team, you sign him, and you have fucking no idea. Like any, if I sign that fucker to be on my team, it's a game played basis. Like injuries aside, like if you get hurt at work, don't worry about it. But we'll you take can find an
2: you can find an injury.
3: Yeah, but you know, like now you're going to open your yap about this. You know, I don't follow basketball because this guy is such a fucking nozzle.
2: Dave, it's almost like at a point where this guy is doing things to not play basketball. Like last year was the vaccine. The year before, it's this. And then now he he says some things. I don't know if he believes them or not. It's almost like how far can I push the envelope? How can I pretend to be the smartest man in the room? And to not play like maybe the guy just doesn't want to play basketball and he just says whatever he can possibly say, whatever he can dream up just to not play. Maybe he hates it that much. Maybe he's that much of a dickhead because money's no object. He's made how much over his career and he, he's, he's, get, he's foregoing how much salary that people would actually die for and kill for uh, like, the guy is just a fucking idiot.
3: I think it's notoriety is more important to him than being a, a Hall of Fame basketball player, because he misses so much time with his asinine comments and 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 his stands and 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 inviting controversy. Like he wanted out of Cleveland after winning a championship because he didn't want to play second fiddle to LeBron James. Like I don't your feelings about lebron but that that title i played lebron like
2: until he told me not to play with him anymore personally like if i was a basketball guy look, and i would say uh, i'll play on your team until you tell me not to play here anymore because i have a chance Le- to win a championship yeah and, and you, I, I and i and might you, get a picture with you that i could sell on ebay or whatever the fuck like it yeah
3: like who the fuck do you think you are like you're you're awesome you're really 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 do th- good do you
2: think he's a product of and he, yeah, he not absolutely of so the month we will get off this in a second do you think he's a product of the TikTok Instagram um generation where impressions and clicks and and the like is more important because he's going to get paid and he's he's realized okay if I have this much money but like the the clicks he gets and the likes—do uh, you think that's more important to him than than anything else? Like is I that have, is that like, is that a, is that a crazy thought? I
3: have no idea. I have no idea what's what's important to him because you know what—if he was wiring my house, I would no one no one outside of us, but Joe would even fucking know his goddamn name. So, just because you're all world talent in basketball. The fuck do I care what you have to say about anything, anything besides basketball? That's it. You know the only questions coming, and, it's, it's, every it's, not, of- and
2: it's not just basketball. It's a hockey player. It's baseball player. It's this. Right. It's this. It's that. Like just fucking because there there was a controversy earlier on this. Just just dribble the ball. Like it's, it's all of it. Like just like yes, they, they do have a platform. I, I I get it to to be. Uh, Social warriors, I guess, for lack of a better term, which is fine. But, I don't care about that. But, but then this guy so, sees you for all the wrong reasons, right? But when,
3: just, when you put this shit on your social media, and then a reporter puts his mic in front of your face, asks you to explain your actions, explain your actions, right? Like, we're, no yeah. one's telling you to stick to basketball. We're asking you to to defend what you put on your social media. 100%. Well, it's not like it's not like what I say means anything. You have a hundred thousand followers or one point five million followers. I don't know how many followers.
2: I don't follow any fucking We have anybody. two thousand on Twitter. Who cares? Yeah. No one cares.
3: No one cares. And but you know when someone says
2: explain yourself. Explain yourself. Explain yourself. Yeah. You fuck.
3: Yeah, nozzle.
2: So. Yeah, I I went. We we both went with New York athletes. It must be, say something about that about that city. I went with uh, Derek Chesterfield Jeter. Uh, you went with uh, Kyrie Irving, Dave. You have a fun. Would you rather for me tonight?
3: Well, um, I'm gonna give you a homework assignment. Hey. I had a bunch. I I don't want to go overboard anymore. We had the nozzle. Um, I have a couple written up, and then let's deal with this on Monday. If you can get in a time machine 24-hour period, where would where are you going to go? So obviously, sporting-wise. Anywhere from the time of Jesus Christ to yesterday. Where are you going to go? And I'm going to put I'm going to give you some would you rathers? And then I'm going to ask you your ultimate where would you go? Okay. And think about that on Twitter for all our listeners too. Like time machine, anywhere, anytime.
2: I can go to any game I want.
3: Yeah. So, like, so here I'll give you, I'll give you what's, and this one's an easy one, um, because I'm not going to give you the good ones. Um, Would you rather have been, um, in Edmonton, to watch Wayne Gretzky score 50 goals in 39 games? Or would you have rather been in Toronto to watch Daryl Sittler score 10 points in one game?
2: I would have rather...
3: Because it's a regular season game. You didn't know history was going to happen. Gretzky scored five goals against the Flyers to score 50 goals in 39 games.
2: I'd rather be in Edmonton at, at the time of Gretzky because the the... The stuff that you that was happening during that the, the Leafs have stunk forever, right? And, and, and it, yeah, <laughs> I mean, ten points is what it, it, it's, it's 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 obviously a uh, an accomplishment. But with those Oiler teams, there was so, so much happening on a nightly basis for for a lot of years, like for a lot of years. And I actually got to go to a few games when my cousin played for the Leafs. <laughs> Hence. uh, Go to go to Edmonton and watch a lot of games back in those those Gretzky days. And that town was rocking. Like it was rocking in those days. And old school rocking. Oh, and had like Smoking cigarettes in the stands when you were ten years time. old. <laughs> you had to
3: go up to the top, right?
2: having a good time and everything else. So no, I think that one is a, is almost because and then Gretzky and they were winning Stanley Cups the whole bit, and there was just a a sense of a it was it was almost a it was like a a bar, the old Northlands Coliseum back in those days. It was crazy. You go downstairs after the game, which I had the the, the good fortune to do back then, and like there was. There was crap going on, man, and I was only 10, 11 years old. Like, what the hell's going on down here? There's a picture I have with my cousin. He's got he got his arm around me. He just he has his arm around me because he's got a beer in his hand, right? So it's it's no, those other teams, man. That was a that was a rock show. Those guys were putting on a, a show every night
3: yeah. for a very blue collar city, too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah, were,
2: for our listeners who have never been to Edmonton, it's uh, she's a different town, man. To this day, and back then, it was real different.
3: It's funny you see old school pictures of uh, the former Maple Leaf Garden, and uh, and it's everybody like in a collared shirt and a tie cut type yeah. thing, but in Edmonton, it's like
2: t-shirts and and uh, the uh, jackets the, and, uh, the, uh, and, uh, the oil field tuxedo yeah. the gwg jacket <laughs> the whole bit right you Having bet. a good time so no a it was a lot uh, more
3: denim than you know i'll do i'll colors. do a little
2: research on that one we'll revisit that one on monday night no dave that's uh that's a good one for sure uh, uh, so
3: i i have some written up and then i'm gonna ask you at the
2: end of it like what
3: your ultimate go back in time
2: is sounds good no that was fun jasper thank you very much for being on the show tonight Getting. Giving your two cents up on uh, Alex Bregman, complete nozzle. We had a, a fun show. Talked a lot, a lot of some deep stuff. Had some fun, fun chat. It was a lot, of, a lot of fun that night, Dave. Uh, what's uh, what's your uh, big watch this weekend? What do you got going on? What do you think?
3: on uh, my big watch this weekend. Oh shit, I had it. There was a, there's a
2: huge
3: college game going on this weekend. Uh, Tennessee, uh, Georgia. Is that what it is? Tennessee, Georgia that's what it is uh, like i i knew there was a college game you know, i must watch and that's it because you know we didn't get to it today like the the first time of the bowl polls is hey, out go ahead. Don't, like, we got time well you know when people get all like oh wait oh the first bowl poll the first bowl poll don't mean f- sweet fuck all Michigan hasn't played Ohio State. Georgia hasn't played Alabama. The, the SEC, um, you know, uh, North Carolina, I have it written down. Their one loss is to Notre Dame, and they play in the same division as Clemson, and Clemson hasn't played Notre Dame. So what happens there? Does that, like, it's.
2: Well, the thing is. is It that
3: bothers that you, me so much. You got,
2: you got much. Tennessee that plays Georgia th- on Saturday, correct? Yeah. One of those teams, two teams are going to lose, which will cancel out one of those two teams. So getting getting your, your dick all hard about it, I don't get it. One of those two teams is done as of Saturday night. And it's going to have to play Bama on the SEC championship game. On right? November the 20th, the 30th or whatever date that is.
3: Yeah, which is the winner of this game. So it's, it's kind of unfair that Tennessee and Georgia has to win two big games. Where's Alabama, well, Tennessee might have to win good.
2: three big games because they might have to go back to, to play Alabama again and beat beat them twice. Right. So, right.
3: Yeah, that, that's my point. Yeah. Like, it's it's ridiculous. So people get like, they all, to, all yeah.
2: revved up. And like you said, the the, the Michigan Ohio State game, which is a big game on that on. Uh, man, it's, we're getting so close to Thanksgiving Day week and I got to book a trip. Uh yeah cuz that, that's such a great time down in the States. so oh, it's so I love it I I love it I love 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 American Thanksgiving.
3: Yeah, it's it's pretty sweet. Like there's so many big games oh. but like you got all these undefeated but of all these undefeated, you know, it looks to me like Clemson might be the one to sneak up the back door because they don't have to play anyone. They got a game against Notre Dame coming up and then that's pretty much their their
2: last I'm, and that and that means nothing because Notre Dame's not that good, right? Like right. It's, so, Clemson. Yeah. I don't think Clemson should be in there. That, but we can talk about it on on Monday when the when the uh, actually let's make a point on Monday night to to talk Just about said
3: the, call some college, football.
2: college football because I, I like it so I love it so much and it, it, it and the way it, not now that it means a lot and this guy beats that guy not that beats that guy it means so it means so much differently now. Um. So. Monday, we're let's let's set some time aside. Baseball should be done by that point. The NFL is kind of at the, the point where we, we know what's going to happen, but let's take some time on Monday night to talk to uh, us. Yeah, because,
3: like, as I looked, I just pulled it up. Clem, Clemson's ranked five, but both Michigan, Ohio, like, all those guys, we just Michigan, Ohio State, um, uh, Alabama, uh, sorry, Georgia, Tennessee, Ohio State, and Michigan are all ranked higher than Clemson. But so two of them, by default, are, gonna are going to fall behind because they're playing each other. Everybody Eight, so one in- of them has to lose. So one of them has to lose. And then Alabama's right there at six underneath Alabama. I'm sorry, underneath Clemson. And they get to play. One of the teams, it's like either Georgia or Tennessee, it's every can-
2: year, and it's so great how yeah. no, the mathematical equations or how it all works. So, I, I love it, it's, it's great. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar podcast, four beer sports, talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself to you need your own. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? No swinging at high pitches, Jimmy, please. Hey, have a great weekend, Joe. Thanks for having me on your show today, and we will talk to you guys again on Monday night.
3: Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here.
0: Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.
1: there.